If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Got your boy here, Grego, here running solo tonight. I uh, wanted to give you guys a special episode as we get ready for our, our 100th episode coming to you next week on your favorite podcast apps. Um, basically, what I want to do, something I've been wanting to do for a while, kind of like a best of episode, and um, I feel it's appropriate um, doing it this week as we go into our 100th episode. It's basically give it a, a thank you to. Uh, the supporters out there. Um, well, we didn't really do too much any traveling this year, thanks to COVID. But last year, we were able to get out there, meet the people, whether it be here in Atlanta or also out on the road, uh, whether it be in Richmond at the Henny Derby, out in Memphis, out in Chattanooga. Uh, we hope to do some more next year when when, when we're back from break and whenever this vaccine gets gets right with the people and everything but what I wanted to do was basically uh, like I said do a, a best up episode you know give you all some clips like I said let us so y'all see our growth and you know and basically get this perspective of the supporters that, that we meet out here it's uh it's been a great ride all 99 plus bonus episodes and whatnot um I'll probably drop back in here probably um, probably halfway through the episode and everything. But um one or two first first I want like with um uh, with to well actually today's the ninth. Yesterday was the eighth, the two year anniversary of Atlanta's MLS Cup victory over Portland. And I feel it should be appropriate that we start with uh our tailgate uh, episode that we did out there in the blistering cold in the in the gold chug uh, that afternoon, and uh, then we'll also uh, go to our um, our episode in, in Memphis, and then of course um, capping it off with our uh, Henny Derby trip um, back last year. Hopefully, we can do all these type of things next year and and beyond and whatnot. Uh, next week again is our 100th episode, so it's going to be our year end episode. Once we um, once we do that, we'll be taking a break for the winter because yeah, it's just been stressful and everything, and we'll go into all that kind of stuff um, next week. But before I um, drop the drop the clips and everything, um, as part of our celebration on ftcutd.myshopify.com, you with the promo code episode one hundred get twenty percent off on all uh, orders. We're still going to be active on the site, even though we're on break. So 
feel free to um, put in your orders. Keep in mind that whenever you put in those, those orders, you're helping us, you know, um, build up. So it makes it easier for us to get out good content for you guys. So we definitely do appreciate every order that you um, put in uh, going forward. But um, but yeah, man, um, I said we just want to give a, give a big thank you to all of our supporters and to the actual supporters, the supporter groups and all, that, and all that stuff. So, you know, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you guys, you know, realize that we're not, we're not particularly different from, you know, place to place and everything. Like, like I say, like the culture is real, the culture is everywhere. Everywhere you go, there's different culture, you know, whether it's Atlanta, Miami, LA, New York, Detroit, all that stuff. So hopefully you guys enjoy this. I'll be back in a few. So uh, stay safe, y'all. Tournament Legion. We are joined here by the President Tournament Legion, Austin Long, aka Houston Short. Houston Short. Oh, say it two times. Houston Short, aka Austin Long. We also got the Tournament Legion capital. Missing, never missed no game. I think I only missed one game so far. Yeah, missed one game. Uh, we got Michael Collier. The tournament leader capital. What's what's the what's the what's the Dallas? Yeah, no, thank you. They're not video. I'm on camera, man. I'm letting you guys do your thing. No, uh, thanks for coming. Uh, I mean, the weather's uh, it's not that bad. Beautiful day, man. It's a beautiful day. Beautiful, beautiful day for soccer, and uh, just thanks for coming. I have 44 today. It's great. Yeah, 44. I thought about this earlier. I thought about this earlier. The first home game of the season against DC United, it was rainy and cold too. Yes. So we, it, it, it's kind of fitting that we end the, end the season here at, at the Benz. It's a cold ass rain. That's cool. I, and for, I, I think we're going that game for one, I think. So yeah, I, I, I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. What's good, what's good, guys? Hey, man, it's great. I'm glad to be here. I'm freezing. It's cold. It's a polar bear toe out here. Yep. We're here, man. For the coaches here. What do you guys think? How, what's your prediction of the game? I think it's 2-1 Atlanta. 2-1 Atlanta? 2-1. 2-1. Okay. If we get up by two goals, I see us winning by three goals. Yeah. So that's how it is. It depends on how we come out of the gate. If we're the first ones to score, then it's all hell, all hell loose. Um, if, we, uh, if we're not the first ones to score, then we're going to be playing back. And we've got to keep fighting. That's going to be the biggest issue that we're playing today. Is if we don't get that first goal. But if we get that first goal, we're right done. The half, it's done. Then we're done. done. We, we win. We win. Done. If we can score first, then that's it. If we can score first, we got it. If we can score second, you know what? I, I, th I think that this postseason has kind of proved that the one we're able to come from behind, we're, like we're able to keep our composure, and I think that you know, like I, th I think the biggest thing has always been if we're all healthy, you can't stop us, and everyone's available. Marky's, Marky's healthy. Uh, guard is healthy. Everyone's healthy. So I'm like. I, I, I just don't. I don't see them winning. I, I think it'll be. I think it'll be tight for like at least a good, a good forty minutes. And, and yeah. But, but yeah. Like I said um, on the last show, it's all gonna come down to that midfield. So who's gonna win those battles in the midfield? That's gonna be the face of the game. So I really have faith in our team. Like I said, Portland, they have strong midfield. Shaw, Larry, like 
to make sure we keep our eye on both of them men because they can turn the game in a heartbeat. So yeah, like, what, what, what's been your recap of the season? Like, like, like how have you been as far as like the tailgate, the, the games, like, like the growth of tournament season? Like, like, what's what's been what 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 have y'all noticed so far this year? So from a tailgame perspective, uh, you know, we have a full season in the Gulch. We learned a lot last year that we have the Gulch under control. We won't have the Gulch next year, so we'll have to figure that out. But as as we've been getting here, we're we're gone. Well, we figured out the varsity. We left there. We figured this out. We're out of here. Like, we just figure it out, right? That's that's our goal is to figure things out. We figure things out for other people, and then we let them figure it out afterwards. But as long as we figure it out first, we give them the blueprints and then they go on. It's just what George clicked up. They figured out our blueprint. And that's what they do over the varsity. We figured out what happens. Talk about, talk about figuring it out. This man right here, ladies and gentlemen. He did the perfect, perfect burn on a Portland Timbers fan. Now it's cold and it's rainy and it's wet. And of course we're under a tent. And the tents, of course, are collecting a lot of water. So of course, every about 10 or 15 minutes, you gotta pop the bubble of water and make sure it doesn't collect too much. So this man over here timed it perfectly to have the bubble of water land on the only Portland Timbers fan in the vicinity. <laughs> Shouts out to him. He deserves a drink. He, de- he deserves. He deserves. He deserves a shot from us. Our first sponsor, Solero Tequila. We got our first sponsor. All right, I'll, I'll do the shot. Only because y'all are all my closest friends, and uh, I hate my liver. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna go forward. Here we go. So, 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 Mike, question for you. You can't hit too much. You want to test? I promise you, my liver's bulletproof. If anyone shoots me on my left side, I'm good. So you've been you've been catboying for ever since the first game. Yeah. Like, like, what's like, what's your about? What, what's your attitude like when you like? What have you learned since this up, since starting up there? And like, what's your attitude like when you when you start getting? Usually, you're the first one off top. Can you take the shot yeah, first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. first? And then answer the shot first. Yeah, let me take the shot first. For the culture, I mean, hey, say for the culture. You gotta say for the culture right here. All right, for the culture. Right here. There we go. There we go. He's in. He's in the culture now. He's in the culture now. Nothing like. Three or four tequila shots to really get me going for this game. <laughs> so, um, what, I, what I have noticed, the crowd reacts to certain chants certain ways. My whole thing is to make sure that everybody is doing as much as we can to be as loud as we can for those first few minutes that I'm up there. My whole thing is I want to keep it going. I want it to carry over to Footy Mob and keeps it going for the next 15, and then that carries over onto Resurgence for that last 15 minutes. The whole purpose of being up there is not Terminus Legion, it's not Resurgence, it's not Footy Mob, it's not, you know, whatever. We're all there. We're all for Atlanta United. 100% Atlanta United. We are the hype depot. That is what we are right now. All we care about is the people on the field. We care about the people in the clubs. Give me all the 
That's all that matters. It doesn't matter who you're with, what group you represent, what it is. It's all about the 11 on the field for that 90 minutes. And that's the important thing, and that's what keeps me going. That's what keeps the crowd going. It's beautiful. When I see uh, five, the 5,000 people in the supporter section raise their hands, and I turn around, I see the entire stadium doing the same thing. That is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm happy to not watch the game, but to watch the faces of the people who see that goal happen. Because that is what this club means. Damn, Mike, I want to play right now. Let's go, let's go. Let's play right now, man. Let's go. Let's go. We ready. Y'all, 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 party last night, how'd that go? It was good. Uh, last night, so last night was TIFO loading, we had our holiday party, there's a lot of stuff going on, uh, but it was great. We, uh, we've got some toys for Toys for Tots, just hung out, had a couple of pre, we, you know, our pre-game started last night, we're just, we're just continuing. <laughs> now question, <laughs> if, if we win tonight, how long did the party go, go tonight? That's what I'm trying to do. That, that's up with the APD. <laughs> <laughs> We got the bridge. <laughs> so they're gonna, they're gonna drag us out. Get that Marvin Gaye plan. Cut babies are coming. Trademark. Hashtag cut babies. Today is, is a day of celebration. Of course, it's the culmination of a whole great season of Atlanta United, a whole great season of MLS. You know, we're going to have a lot of people come through tonight. Today, in this in this rain, people who are from Atlanta United, some people are from from from, from uh, Georgia. Yep. So, you know, come one, come all. You know, we're going to have a good time out here. We're going to have a good time with the Lero. So yeah, right. yeah. We're, we're going we're going to get this done. Thank you guys Thank you for, having, for having us here. Absolutely. And yo, this is going to be a great day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yo, thank you guys. Thank you guys for having us. Thank you. All right. Thanks for hosting, baby. Thank you, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Do this. Alright. Hey, our first guest, they just got out of here. Like you said, man. Y'all are Like her, there's something wrong with you. you know, <laughs> Seriously. Listen, it's one of those days. <laughs> <friends, laughs> she, she makes her way. You know what I mean? The queen. Yeah, the queen. Yeah, the queen. Queen Latifo. Finally. What's happening, y'all? Welcome. You finally made it on that Finally made it. It's, Man, it's what's been crazy. Really a lot happening, y'all. Like I've, I've been so busy these last few months, this last week. Just making sure, you know, building up to this moment that we, you know, put our best, you know, showcase that we can do. So she bleeding. Hey, she bleeding. I said, listen, they told me I was gonna shine, so I was gonna do what I was gonna shine. 
gonna do? We gonna sign. So listeners, for the listeners out there, Vera has on some black, red, and gold. I don't wonder woman bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got I got the Wakanda into the Wonder Woman. There we go. Like we doing it all. Get it all. Like we bringing all forces of good to this. So, so take it home. So, so bring it home. Tell us, we know you're one of the pivotal members of Resurgent Sports Group. Tell us, like, you are like the brainchild for all the team coaches, essentially. Tell us what, like, what goes into it, what got you into it. Listen, it, it got me to, it's always been my passion to do art and be creative. I remember when the first TFO was getting worked on, I came back from Houston after, you know, whatever that was. Oh, I still And I saw a post, was like, who wants to come help paint the TFO? You know, it was United, it was art. I was like, Vera, show up, just show up, see what happens. And I, I've been showing up every day since. Um, I do a lot of the TFOs, I don't do all of them. It's it's such a like community and team effort. I've got friends who have ideas and sketches that we, you know, we evolve into epicness. That's that's how it kind of works, you know. Um, and last season, I just happened to do a lot of them, but it's grown to where there's so much influence and so much support. And um, because this woman here has. Like chick created people that pre- that pretty much spawn our awakened. For real. Which is crazy. Like, <laughs> like you have lasted for that's like generational. Listen, like, that's crazy. Like I, my intention, my intention with all of this was just you only. Have to glitter your hair, by the way. You don't have enough glitter. Still hey, listen, it's we, early. Can like, we not? Can we not do that? Hey, it's coming. It's coming. Please, like no. the, the glitter will find you. Man, that's a Herbie's arts and crafts. But, man, like, the, the arts and crafts. <laughs> Listen, the intention was always just to, you know, make the city proud, make the people proud. That was all, that's that's my thinking and my motivation for every TFO I do, you know. So for that to carry legs and, and, and not just inspire the people, but to inspire the club, I take it. You know, I'm forever humble about it because that's just, you know, like I said, never my intention. But I'm just grateful that everyone's. Liking and loving what's going forth. And like I said, I do it to make sure the people in the city are proud. That's why I do it. All right, so. I, I, no, 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 no. I need, no, I need to know this right now. Can you give us a little idea of what's happening today? Let me tell you something. Oh, well, it's going to match the moment. It will encompass things we've done over the year with the space we have. And it's a message that, you know, fuels, you know, the moment. Really. So uh, all I gotta say is CCMF. 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 Well, hold on. Uh, rumor has it. Come, uh, come in, uh, last, last, last night up in, up in Midtown, you know, there were there were some Timbers fans uh, down in Midtown, and there was also a, a love downtown. Oh yeah. And I heard they that stick out. I heard that the, the, the Timbers log got tagged. You, you well, think about this? There was a source who happened to just tell somebody that hey, I, I saw the log around the corner, and I ain't gonna lie, I had a little a few in me. <laughs> Motiv- motivation was struck. It, oh, wait, wait, wait. Did you have Tolero in you? Hey, I can put something in the table. I sponsored Tolero. This is a cup. Okay, it's a cup. We're going to pour some This is a cup. There we go. And, and so me and, and some of my resurgence crew, uh, you know, a little motivation and a little direction, we found our way to that law. And this is say, 
it's been it's been touched multiple times <laughs> by the red, black, and gold. Put your hands on it. Put your hands on it. There we go. We, 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 we put them hands on it. Hey, while we can, because you know you can't use your hands in the game, so we have to put them hands on the no, before no, the game. No, yo, Vera got some wheels on it, but like, you know, I'm not going to say I saw her, but I, I would say that, you know, she got some wheels, you know, chasing, chasing a, 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 a semi-truck is, is, is down, down eight, I think it was like 18, it's, you know, it's, it's not easy. Motivation. A lot of patience and motivation. Is Listen, I, I had went saw Creed 2 the night before, so oh, I was like, man. let me get out here and get, you know, put them burners on them. That's so that's, that's, that's all it was. That's that lot Dodian. East side to the design. East side. There we go. There we go. There we go. L-Town all day. Like, yo, like for those who don't know, I said, Vera has been such a great partner for us to just like helping us get off the ground. Like you'll have no where, idea. Where, where did this come from? Yo, so for, if you haven't checked our Instagram already, we got some fresh hats for the locals. Shout out to, to Harold. Shout out to JJ from Daryl Design for getting, for getting these done in, in, in such short time. I gotta get Vera one thing, yo. Like, like usually Vera does things. I gotta Like, like, but their their world is just amazing. But, it is. Yo, I'm jealous. You know I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> like, like everyone at Team Nil Nil is bald. Yep. So yeah. Vera, Vera, like, like representing for all of us as far as like as far as having hair. So you know, like, I, I did like this like the first time like we like we all been together at one time. Like yo, wow. Like this, this, this finally happened. Like. Like we have a lot more coming today. Like you're gonna see flags, you're gonna see hats, you're gonna see jerseys. jerseys. Yeah. Like yeah. You know, like, you know, like <laughs> so, so question for y'all, like like since like we kinda got, got kinda got this started, like like what's been like your feedback, like what's been like your expectations as far as like just been like like seeing us kinda like showcase what we have to offer? It's been it's been a healthy response because I think what For the Culture has to offer is more like combining efforts and kind of, you know, really uniting interior forces throughout the SGs and, and, and making sure... What are those forces, ma'am? You know... <laughs> making sure... She gestures to her in the top of her head. That the people, you know, are not just giving a voice, but involved, showing up in, in points of, you know, in, in, in places of, of, of uh, you know, influence. And that's what we want to do is just to make sure, you know, Atlanta already influences everything. So we want to continue that nature and that front through for the culture, for the soccer culture. And Atlanta's got a spotlight. Yeah. And every time it's on us, we gon' shine. There we go. <laughs> there we go. So that's definitely what it's for. So I'm I'm happy to you know be a part and have you know help you all grow this and giving what I can to, to take this to the next level visually and you know like I said there's some things when you see and you hear about it you can almost taste it you know um, so yeah that's that's what it's I, about I'm, I'm only mildly jealous that you know we didn't get a chance to come, to come in and get a sneak because of the TIFO like, but yeah hey it won't be long now S-T-C-U-T-D
But following the town, yeah, Kenny, that's, his heart. that's his heart. That's his heart. So he goes back home, and they'll pull him over and say, this is one of us. This is a town guy. You know? And that's what he wants Memphis to have. You know? To have a hometown club that people can call their own. So I, I got to tell you this other part. So I'm born and raised in Atlanta, but my mom is from Memphis. Okay. So Memphis has been a second home for me. My daughter's name is Memphis. Oh. So we used to come here at least four or five times a year and everything like that. And I always said, one, if Atlanta got a soccer team, I will financially support it. Yep. Done that, check. I always said, Memphis got a real small team. I'll financially support it. So that's another reason why we came here, because it was important to us. Yeah, it was, de- it was definitely Tony, you know, Putting, putting in that that word and then putting that bug in there, and we said, you know what? Once once the games was confirmed, once the team was confirmed, we, we were all in. So yeah, we had to be here. Well, let me tell you, the game has always been here. Oh, it's been. Oh yeah. It, it's it's kind of been. On the roads and yeah. Everybody. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, well, so the roads that was kind of, you know that was a big deal. That was the top level of American soccer, right? So uh, the roads moved to Canada. Um, you know, I was five years old. I lived in a small town uh, about two hours away from here. But we would come to Memphis for everything big. And we came, and in typical Memphis fashion, well, I saw a billboard that said Memphis Roads, right? And I said, Mom, I want to... I want to go to that. Hey. Hey. Oh. Hey. Hey. hey, Seamus Loftus joining us here today. Hey. Guys, what's the story Clip. here? Uh, Video. 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 Yeah. Do a podcast or? Yes. So, Seamus, so uh, I was telling them a little bit about following the town. Great football in the world. And having a... Uh, and having a... Uh, a hometown team and the importance of it to you, but I want you to, to tell these guys a little bit about what you told me about what you're trying to do in the city of Memphis. Guys, I've been out here for 26 years. I came from Australia, Ireland, Australia, here to coach football. And part of the reality of the game is in America, you hire somebody like me who's got no future left in football or maybe never had a future in football and you make him a coach and you pay him wages and then we tell the, we tell everybody hey it's all about player development but it isn't because if I lose 11 games in a row at 26 you won't hire me next season <laughs> right so the reality is it's about winning games and coaches pick players and go maybe he'd be great at something else right now he's a great goalkeeper so the lads don't get the experience the kids, not, not just guys. We start training them as semi-professionals when they're 10. We burn them out by the time they're 19, which is the life of a football player when you're at work. Yeah. 10 years, right? And as a result, and we also charge a lot of money. And as a result of that, we ex- we exclude. In this city, we exclude 60% of our people. Yeah. And so what we're doing with Citizen Footballer is we've raised enough money to be able to take 200 kids this season, coach them, clothe them, teach them. Love it. And we're not looking for the mission for this. We're not looking for professional footballers. If Lionel Messi turns up, I won't be able to deny him. What we're trying to do is to give kids the experience of turning up on time, respecting the uniforms, respecting their teammates, respecting their coaches, so that they can go to be a good citizen. Yeah. 
if, if we produce great players as a byproduct of our work, then great. Yeah, but you're trying and, to make good citizens of the city. Right. And yeah. listen, we're trying to put good footballers out there. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. We're not going to work to, you know, we're going to work. Yeah. Um, but the, it's two separate pieces. And, you know, we'll get back to me in six or seven months, I'll tell you if it worked or not. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> but hey, that's honestly what uh, we have an organization in Atlanta called Stocking the Streets. Right. And they're doing a similar thing. They really want to go into underserved communities and actually like teach these kids life skills by using the, the, the game we love to teach them these things. So like, the, kind of they have the same mission. It's like, you know, if a good player turns out and an academy picks up these kids, that's great. But we really want to show it, this, te this game teaches you so much more than just how to move a ball. <laughs> Well, yeah. The, yeah. The other thing that we're trying to get to on a bigger piece, because we're not going to compete all over the place and go to Mike Rose and do all that. I mean, we're going to compete later on. If you've got a good player and he looks like he's going to be a regional player or a national player or whatever else, pass him on. Yeah. If, like, the, the other thing is that you get little clubs and you go, oh, he's my main man. We always win with him. So we don't let him go and play with better players. Yeah. We hold him on to If You've got better guys that have graduated. Yeah. So let me let me ask you a question. Uh, would you be in America? That's kind of what for the culture. We really want to expose the game to people that look like us, because a lot of us don't know anything about it. How do you think in America we can basically make the game better and attract it more to people of color? I think it's the easy thing, and I think it's the thing that we miss is go to the training, go to the neighborhoods, right? And one night a week, this is just a reality. I'm just talking about what I'm as a reality, right? Yeah. Go to the neighborhoods, play football for a month, and on the fifth Saturday, bring a projector, bring Man United or France or anybody you like, put it on the projector and cook 60 fucking hot dogs. No, you're good. Right. We're, we're explicit podcast. Be right. yourself. <laughs> Go to the neighborhood, cook 60 hot dogs, cook 60 burgers, bring a load of Cokes, bring some beers for the parents, and sit down and go, Paul Pogba's black. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Pelle is black. Rivaldo's black. Ronaldo's black. Black's got nothing got to do with it. It only has something got to do with it as long as we think it does. And the problem is the players, if you're a young kid... Like, when I was a kid in the west of Ireland, the west of Ireland might as well have been nowhere next to nowhere, right? Yeah. But because we had six players playing for Arsenal at the time, I was like, okay, an Irish kid can go all the way and play for Arsenal. Yeah. So it's just a visual line. Just give you something to aspire to. It's just a line. Yeah. And we have to stop making it about your shoes or your gear or your car or your daddy's a doctor or any of that bullshit. Yeah. When you get inside the rectangle, it's just you and the rectangle. So if you've got if you've got the goods inside the rectangle and we've got the goods outside it, where's the break? Yeah. Right? But we have to also be prepared to say, yeah, we're starting from scratch. Certainly we've got less than the other clubs. We don't care if it's 6v6, we're on time, we're on target, and we're on track, right? And we stay with what we're doing, and it expands on its own. Okay. Right? That's what I think. That's it. It's simple. Keep it simple. Anybody right. got a question like this, man, get back to running this beautiful establishment. Who did you try to play like as a player yourself? Me? Yeah. I tried to play like Liam Brady 
and I ended up playing like Mary Brady. <laughs> Wait, well we we appreciate it. Thank you so much for letting us come in your establishment. Thank you for the culture. We got a supporter in the building. Yes, sir. How going? Host of the Round Table of Hooligans podcast right here. There we go. Hey, introduce yourself to the world. Who are you? My name is Chris Smith. I'm a member of the Round Table of Hooligans. <laughs> soccer enthusiast. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you, what attracted you to the game of soccer? I mean, I've been playing since I was six. So, so you've always uh, been involved in it. Yeah, it's like, like I've, I've yeah. been in this. So. Yeah. so as Memphis 901 started to build, you've been you've been part of the kind of the growth of the club. You've been here since day one. I've been here since day one. I've been here since day zero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Peter Peter came into town before like anything actually got and and I was a part of the group that he came to talk to so you know I day zero I'm like before the club even actually happened I, I so since you you're a new club Memphis 901 Bluff City Mafia you know all, you know tell the world kind of how the culture of Bluff City Mafia will be and like kind of what it is I mean, culture-wise, it's just kind of like come support the team because that's that's Memphis. Like you know, the grit grind they took that hard work. You know, you know, do do the work, and we're gonna support you. And and that's the conversation that we've had since since the beginning. Like it's gonna be our team. We're gonna be here to support it if we're a part of the team. You know, and and we've been in the conversation. They've taken ideas, advice. And it's, it's been a good partnership so far. I, I got to know, are you in the supporter section? Yeah. All right. What is the atmosphere like in the supporter yeah, we section? We've seen pretty much, I guess, y'all have already got, gotten it in already. So let us know what's good. I mean, it, it hasn't been supporter section for the actual team yet. Okay, yeah, yeah. Today is day one of that. So right. if y'all are there, y'all are going to see it. Do y'all have a game plan? Do y'all have a game plan? What's going to go into 9-1 day was really successful. Yeah. So there were a lot of people who didn't really understand. This Look, this is a basketball city. Yeah. Okay? So there were a lot of people who didn't really understand what soccer supporters look like, sound like act like and and so on that first day there were some some nice ladies I'm sure <laughs> who were right behind the supporter section and they went and they, they got the guards and said hey listen can you tell these people to sit down and put their flags down and get rid of all that smoke that we can't so we got, they're, like, they're like we can't see the game so as fate would have it the usher walks up to the oldest member of our group, and he he said, uh, he they said, can, is there any way that you can uh, can go and, and like like maybe tone it down a little bit? And he said, no. The club made it very clear that this section is about smoke and sound and extreme fandom. It says that if you buy tickets right here, that's what it says. And she goes, okay, I'll just go tell this lady with a bad hip that y'all are going to be in her way the whole game. And he goes, thank you. <laughs> and, and that's it. It's, it's being true to yourself and don't let anybody fucking dictate what the culture's going to be. That's real. That's real. Hey, you just joined the table. What's your name, man? I'm Jed. Jed. What's up now? What's up, Jed? Also, Roundtable yeah. Hooligans. Yeah. What's going on? 
So uh, we're uh, for the culture podcast. What we do is we really want to go around the country, kind of, kind of exposing the culture of American soccer. Like we, we all love European game, but we, we're different down here, especially being down here in the South. So kind of tell your story. Like what brought you into soccer? Man, I got into soccer years ago. Uh, it was around 2005. My friends played in college. I never, I never played except for when I was a kid. They played in college. They got me started playing FIFA, and we were all just hanging out. And then we ended up going to some bars, watching some matches, and then it just kind of spawned from there. Yeah, FIFA's the gateway drug for a lot of us. <laughs> it is. And it started, like, my, my whole thing started because I'm a West Ham fan. It started, we were watching in 2005, it was the FA Cup Finals, Liverpool against West Ham, and everybody was cheering for Liverpool, and then I just hear all the West Ham fans singing over all the Liverpool fans there, and I was just like, nah, that's where I'm <laughs> that's going. That's where I want to be. And that's what's happened, man. It's just going on from there. And then, you know, just coming here, watching matches here, you know, especially for U.S. Men's National Team, U.S. Women's National Team, you know, I met all the other guys. We ended up getting together. We created a podcast ourselves. Roundtable hooligans check us out. Yeah. Uh, right. But no, I mean, it's just going on from there, you know. Yeah. Especially Scotty, he comes on, he's got his own thing too, and it's just, we just keep growing, especially now for not a 1FC. I mean, it's just, it's only bigger and better for the city now. So, kind of kind of give us, kind of, what is your expectation for the club year one? Year one? Uh, Make the playoffs. I mean, you, you got, you, I mean, that's always going to be something, but I mean, when you talk, when you got Andrew Bell coming in and he's he's in charge of everything and Tim Timmy Mulqueen coaching it, you know it's 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 been done right. Yeah. And Tim Howard promoting it. That's, yeah. that's been big for us. That helps so, eyes I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got a stadium. We're going to put ten thousand people in there tonight. You know, nine thousand, ten thousand people in there tonight. Uh, how many other USL teams are doing that regularly? It's not a lot. Not a lot. This is what's going to happen. Uh, and I mean, all we got to do is just keep growing the brand here. Yeah. And it's going to get bigger and better because they they built it right. They took the time to do it. They didn't try to rush into it like other teams had. So, I mean, if we don't make the playoffs the first year, I'm not going to get upset just because, I mean, we didn't even have a set roster until what? They still they still signed a couple players like three days ago. So. Our, our guys actually just met each other on February 1st. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you know, it takes time to build that. But I do think that we're going to have a team that's hardworking, that will go out and, and put in shifts every fucking 90 minutes and they're going to bust their ass because they're not going to just do it for the team. They're going to do it for the city because they know what we're about here. Yeah. So like a lot of us are, we're all Atlanta United supporters. Like what I say to y'all, stay true to who you are. Don't look and see what other cities do because like, like, like it's going to fuck you up. Like stay true to Memphis, stay true to yourself. We're we're Memphis, man. I mean, everything about it, you're going to see it. You're going to see it not just from the crest. You're not, you're going to see it just from the way that we play, the way that we support them, everything. Yeah. So, and that's what's going to happen. It's going to be great, and I hope everybody enjoys the ride. Yeah, man. We're, so we're there. We're in the supporters section. We're going to be riding flower with y'all, definitely. You're looking for Clayton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is. A, oh, we'll get him over here. There's yeah. his wife, so she can get him over here. Uh, <laughs> Malia, can you tell your husband to come over when he gets a ch- when he gets a chance? <laughs> okay, no problem. You're trying to get it. Uh, Clayton. Clayton. Looking for Clayton. So, okay. So one thing I want to say is this is a blue collar city, right? Uh-huh. This is a blue collar city. Like nobody, there's, it's a it's a it's a working man city, and there are 
that the team it has to bring that same mentality, right? So we're looking for people who are who are on the roster to come in as guys who are just hardworking guys who will bust their butt. And if that is the case. And you don't start saying, "Well, I want to go somewhere else." And you start saying, "Look, I'm here for the city, and I'm gonna, I'm just gonna like put it all on the line for the city every game." This city will love you, it's unbelievable, unconditionally, and, and we, we've shown that over and over again. I love it. I love it. But well, hey, I appreciate y'all definitely. Uh, you guys, this is a celebration, man. Y'all enjoy it. Thank y'all for letting us into your home. And we're, hey, we're excited to see y'all kick some ass today. Yeah, I just got one thing to say. One more question. We're friendly right now, but when y'all play Atlanta United 2, it might be a whole different <laughs> thing. I'm coming to support a section that night. <laughs> we're not welcome there. <laughs> Can you plug the, your podcast one more time? Let our, our viewers yeah. know. So we we have two podcasts here. Um, one of them is uh, 901 Soccer Pod at 901 Soccer Pod or 901 soccercom uh, You can find that on iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, all the big ones, uh, Podbean, and then on Anchor, which is what you're on as well. So uh, the Roundtable of Hooligans. Roundtable round of Hooligans. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, every other podcasting app. You can find us on Twitter, RT of Hooligans. You can find us on uh, Facebook at Roundtable of Hooligans. You know, just come on, listen to us, check us out. We got it's good lit. shit to say. Hey, hey we go. just guys getting drunk, yelling at each other, you know, hey, talking hey, about hey, it's, hey, recorded right, hey. it's recorded right down here. So. Hey, perfect. Hey, for, you know, for Ringo, for Grego, for Coach Sean, for Shad, hey, this for the culture, and we out. Hope you guys would enjoy our dig back into the crates uh, going back to um, our MLS tailgate back in 2018. We have come a long, long way because that if you got if you ever gone back and seen our pictures like we, we were still working on one mic at that time. Uh, shout out to Maestro. Yeah, like we, we like you know, back at um, our early beginnings and whatnot before we actually got all of our equipment and everything but um hopefully you guys enjoyed it hopefully like when i when i look back when i listen back to it now like between that and the uh smoke detector that, that was broke um at maestros i'm like we have come such a long way I'm, I'm talking on a very fancy mic right now that is coming through very clearly through my my earphones and we didn't have all that back when we first started so and so the journey has been definitely been real but um, before I go into uh, the Henny Derby clip, I just want to give a quick thank you to all of our guests that have come on to the show for all of our episodes. Um, there's far too many to name, um, but definitely uh, we appreciate your contributions uh, to the show and, and your input. It's definitely been um, well received, all of them, and hopefully. We can get as many of you back on as soon as possible going in, in the next year. Um, next year, hopefully we'll be able to be, uh, get back out on the road and and meet the people. That's something that we've definitely wanted to be, have be a cornerstone of the show is, you know, we got to meet the culture. You got to see like what, what everyone's culture is, not just here in Atlanta, not just, you know, Richmond, not just. Madison, not just Miami, not just LA. We want to meet, meet as many people as possible. So hopefully, you know, if this vaccine 
does work, we can do that. And we can go to games and have fun like we used to. Because I'll be honest with you, you know, recording remotely, it has its perks, but it's not, it's not the same as, you know, just when you have that, that vibe in, in person. It's just there's nothing that can, can, can compare. But I um, also want to give a thank you to my team, uh, Coach Tony, Mayor Kane, Vera, TK, Ringo, shout out to um, Ringo's wife, Christy, as well. She's been a good support through um, throughout all this. Uh, Magic Mark, I um, definitely want to thank you for uh, your contributions um, uh, the past couple months uh, coming on and everything. But, um, you know, hopefully, you know, we can work this stuff all out and, you know, be be Voltron again uh, next year and everything. Um, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we're celebrating our, our 100 episode next week. We're also celebrating on on our uh, store page, ftcutd.myshopify.com. Get Tramson off on, on the store on all orders with the promo code episode 100. That's episode 100. Shirts, name sets, hats, all of it's um, on sale. Get your stuff getting ready for holidays. Get your stuff getting ready for next season. All, all that good jazz. But um, but yeah, uh, about to drop the uh, Henny Derby clip. Uh, of course, we are joined by uh, Yogi from River City 93, uh, Chris, Kyle, and April from um, Featherstone Flamingos. I, I think uh, actually Chris probably left. I think he's there for part of the clip, but not all of it. But um, also Gino from... Midnight Riders from New England, and also our homie Government Cheese from from Richmond and everything. But uh, hopefully you guys enjoy this next week. Again, episode one hundred. Um, we'll have a lot of guests on the show. Uh, we'll, it'll probably be a long episode, so just be ready for it. But we'll you know we'll, we'll make it easy for you guys to digest and uh, and split up the uh, episode and everything. But um, yeah, uh, I know that you guys will love it and. And uh, can't wait to record it for you guys. But yeah, and um, enjoy this uh, last clip from the Henny Derby. Again, this is all about the supporters. That's one thing that we've always been about um, throughout this whole this whole journey. So hopefully you guys enjoy it and realize that you know when I say the culture is real, the culture is everywhere. Like I said, it, the culture is wherever you are, and we want to give that culture um, a voice. So enjoy this. We will see you next week. Uh, for for me and the rest of the crew, you know, it's, it's definitely been uh, been real. We'll see y'all next week. And again, the coach is real. The coach is everywhere. We'll see. We'll see you then. Supporters, y'all y'all did what was called the eruption tour. Tell us about that. All right. So the eruption tour. Uh, our captain Connor Tobin. Uh, a couple of his former fans at North Carolina reached out to him, said, hey, what's, is it possible for us to get some Wisconsin beer? And also, we don't have a home match that weekend, so we'll just come down, join up with you guys. Like, Richmond, I guess, is a big rival there. So I, I don't know where they get a rival from. I don't okay. know. I don't know. <laughs> so that's what happened. So then decided, all right, we'll make a road trip over, meet up with them, and then it turned into a glorified beer run, as I call it. So <laughs> we stopped in Chicago, met with the Red Star front office, uh, the NWSL team, then went over to Indianapolis, met up with Indy 11, another mm. team that Peter Wilt uh, founded and heavily involved in, mm. got to Columbus, met with the Nordecki, so the supporters group for Columbus crew. Mm-hmm. They say it out. Till like past midnight, kept the bar open for us. That was crazy. 
and crashed there for the night on Thursday. Friday, woke up, went to Williamson, West Virginia, because it's called Mingo County. <laughs> so it's called Wait, wait, wait. Y'all need to tell me. Y'all brought y'all asses from Wisconsin. Yo. Drove past Richmond. Yo. Was like, you know what? We're going to stop down here Yo. in North Kakalaki. Yes. Oh, 20 minutes. Yeah. 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 Met the county like, commissioner. You know what? Fuck it. We're going to go to West Virginia bumfuck Yo. of the United States. Hang out there. Literally, the yeah. only state worse than Alabama. <laughs> no, you forgot Mississippi. Oh, all I know. Both of them. It's like 51st out of like 50. <laughs> I got family in Mississippi. I don't know you go do that. I do too, and I still am talking shit about the place. Y'all are so bad. So, 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 all I know is there are more ATVs than black people in that city. And I'm not even exaggerating that. There are seven ATVs, there's four black people, and three of them are us. There's also only eight other people in West Virginia. My man did the math was like, hold on, wait, we don't count for the population here. We were joking that they're going to put us in nerd diversity flyers. Like, oh, yeah, we got an NAACP <laughs> chapter here. Y'all heard the stories about West Virginia State, right? Yeah, so then uh, after, after West Virginia, went to Asheville, uh, met up with the supporters group there, um, South Bluff Blues, I think it is. Yeah, South Bluff Blues. Crashed Slope. Why I keep saying bluffs? I don't know. Anyway, so I met up with them, hung out with them, um, stayed the night in Nashville, then just went from there to Richmond for this match. So y'all, y'all didn't do Raleigh? No. Uh, they, 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 they we didn't have time. We didn't have time. Because yeah, they came up here, so yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, 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 gotcha, gotcha, And they also gotcha. brought more people than initially planned, so we couldn't really fit them on the bus or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. shout out to uh, Ebony Christmas uh, yeah, and uh, everyone with the uh, – with Oak City supporters, you know, like we we actually have been in touch with them uh, on the social. So yeah, it was dope to you know meet meet all of them. Um, the fact that they came up, you know, like you did a pretty good job, Elliot. You know, shout out to you, man. Oh, thank you. Oh yeah, one hundred percent shout out. <laughs> I know you want to say you don't want to make it about you, but hey, it's impressive. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes you got to toot your own horn. Just fight me right now, Chris. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man, like honestly, yo. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you, Chris. I, you can see he's holding it back. I'm telling you, he wants to say it. He wants to say it so much. We've made it don't 10 minutes. <laughs> it's coming. For those who don't know right now, we have an over under on how long it's going to take before we get kicked out. I've said it at 15. We're about five minutes away from this over under. And Chris right now wants to say his three letter sentence. We're good. <laughs> he can't say it right now. Oh, we get kicked out from a hotel lobby <laughs> that we're recording in. It's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight African Americans right now talking loudly. Shout out to Chingy for making a cool thing out in the hotel lobby. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Holiday Inn is right down the street. I, I, I am so nervous. Every time I hear a door, I'm like, I'm just waiting to see an officer walk through the door. But no, we've had some noise complaints from uh, the people coming downstairs. <laughs> Oh, we used to some room keys, um, some photo <laughs> identification, and what room number are you staying in? Oh and some uh, credit card for verification. <laughs> oh, God. No, but, like, honestly, man, I'm so happy that um, all y'all came down, came out. When I was setting it up, yo, it literally started, like, I hit Kyle up, and I was just like, yo, you want to bet a bottle of Hennessy? And it started off from there. I think, like, I invited y'all back in mm-hmm. June-ish. And I was just like, yo, from what I've seen on Twitter, there's never been... 
dedicated night to the black community. I've seen like you know other clubs do like a Latin night stuff like that, but mm-hmm. never like a dedicated night to African American community, something that represents us. So the fact that you know you got two of the main black podcasts, myself and For the Culture, you had a black supporters group, you had what more black people that's probably ever been in City Stadium there on a one night. Not, not since the not since the spiders played there, yeah. Oh, they're probably because of the football team. That's yeah. probably it. Um, no, because like it's, it's no, so it's weird. University of Richmond, bro. Yeah, because like because it, it's so weird because like we mentioned on la- on last week's show. Well, of course, I I grew up here in Richmond. You know, I spent like the, I, I moved here when I was in sixth grade. I moved and I left here in uh, twenty twelve, and I can count on one. I can count on one hand like how many times I've been to City Stadium. Like, like I, I was joking one of my best friends. Like the last time that we were here was uh, when our high school made the state football championship, and I was like, yeah, it's been like a good. Next year will be twenty years. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. No. Honestly, hey man, you get older every time you tell stories. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that, that's what like when you think about. It, I was like, hold up, it's been twenty years. I was like, good lord, yeah, man. It's cool, man. It's good to be home, though, man. Especially for your chance to like come home and see how your city's changed, and for you to, it's kind of symbolic, though. Like you know, the kickers. There hasn't been many black people come to kickers matches. It's, so it's, to it's be Elliot and twice, that's it. But representation <laughs> matters. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but representation matters though, man. Because I saw like like black families, and they saw all of us there in the stands, like black capos. You know what I mean? You up there holding a Hennessy bottle in the stands, stuff like that. That stuff matters. So people gonna go home and tell other people, like, yo, you gotta come to a Kickers game. It's crazy. So 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 I I, I do have one quick question. Why did y'all kill Shaka Bottom? Like I didn't even know that because like, well, I I, 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 I was we killed it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, VCU yeah. killed it. Really? Yeah. Okay. VCU went to the final four and said, "The city, we should we buy everything." Exactly. They yeah, killed I, 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 I hung out with uh, Ringo with my, and one of my best friends, uh, Quincy, uh, last night. We went out to talk about it with the Buffalo Wild Wings, and of course, I want I want to walk around. And I was like, it's like midnight Friday night, and like Shago Bottoms, like damn near dead. And I was like. Yeah. This ain't the Richmond I know no Everything's more. Things on Main Street, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that 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 was just a whole. They wanted to be in a safe environment, not getting shot at. Hey, you know, <laughs> it's, it's it's weird because like when you I when, post I, with when, you I, when I when I was when I was a kid, <laughs> I used to hear about Richmond being dangerous. And I guess because I lived in Verona, I was like, like I, I and of course, I, but I still got around like I was the whole. So it's like like where is it dangerous? Of course, I know Northside was kind of crazy and Southside kind of crazy, but other than that, it was like. I don't really see it too much, but I guess you know y'all got a little too wild while I was gone, man. They said, "Nah, we shut that shit, all that shit down." Yeah, wild man. You know, people try to say Carrytown is dangerous. Carrytown, what? Why is you be? I'm sorry, man. Carrytown ain't dangerous, you man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Carrytown's so safe and patrol, you can carry twenty dollars attached to your side pocket. We, we could have easily with just, you know, seven to nine, but <laughs> now we all want to be serious. There we go. <laughs> What's that, 11 minutes and 50 seconds? We could have been like, on some, on some we got a good run. Something, like. He's looking for backup right now. Hey, so, how do you bless the Holly Fame out there? Alright, so, I want to know, like, so, um, like, the flock, you guys came down, you guys definitely turned it up. Like, y'all, y'all was loud and ruckus. Every time that the Red Army, you know, the Red Battalion got quiet, y'all was just, y'all just kept going and getting to them. So, 
like away travel? Is it something that you guys like always do? Or is it just something special this time? We try and get out there as much as possible in as many numbers as we can. It's hard, obviously. The states are massive. The league is massive and all over the place. Um, but when we get there, we just want to make sure that we're showing all of that vibe, that style, that passion that we promote in our own city on the road as well. Uh, we were lucky today to have the North Carolina Cats come through thanks to Turbo, their support. I mean, we had great hospitality from everybody here in Richmond, all the support groups here. Uh, yeah, it's just a whole lot of sweat and a whole lot of blowing my voice out even more. All the water getting dumped on you too. Another cool like feature about this Heritage Night was the um, head coach of Richmond Kickers, Beulah. I mean, he had a he had a kente cloth like like shirt on out there. Like, didn't even tell anybody he was going to do this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that either. Yeah, yeah, we'll post it. Yeah, like he has he had that. I was like, that's what's up. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, last whole day, he told me he was like, yo, I got a surprise for you. I'm thinking like, oh, he gonna have his fro out like that. Oh, so you mean this man was out here looking like Dirk Nowitzki at his wedding, huh? Oh, the second one, not like the one at his hometown, her hometown. Soul canceled. It's been a good run. I have 33 solid episodes. This is why we don't do crossover episodes. <laughs> You know what, y'all are scared. Oh, no, no, no. I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm laughing. This is crazy. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Ain't got no privacy. Oh, whoa. But, yeah, but yes, uh, the, the tailgate, you know, that was that was a little lit, man. Uh, yeah, it's um, it's always like that, yo. Like I say, I tell people all the time, yo. Oh, wait, you guys always have a keg yeah, of beers, three hundred extra beers, and like so. This is like, we, don't have, we don't have like three hundred extra. No, there's always like who had beers. who brought the 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 watermelon? That was North Carolina. That okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, listen. Yo, they came correct. Yeah, they did. Every single one of them. It's still, it's still in my system. I don't know what was in that watermelon. That was insane. What was in that watermelon? But those who don't know, there was a watermelon. Was tequila. Quaaludes in the watermelon. That was rum. What did it have? It had alcohol cut in it? Yeah. That was poured with like eight different liquors. That was been soaking for like five days. It was like tequila, whiskey, rum, Bro, y'all need to start watching BuzzFeed before y'all make them little feet. <laughs> that's a whole lot of I want to lose brain cells real quick in a, in a fruit. It was cool though. In a bite. It was good. <laughs> What's cool though is to see is like how available the players like made themselves after the match for both teams and stuff yeah. like that. In MLS, man, we don't get that. You have to have like a, a thousand dollar access pass to like meet a player. Right, or, and that's what we've always praised yeah. Ford Madison from the beginning, especially in our first year, for doing so well. Is not building from the top down, but from the bottom up. Being here, speaking to the people, working with the community. What do you guys want to do? What's the essence you want to bring? How do you want us to carry ourselves and how do you want to carry yourself? Let's work together. You know, let's create that as one instead of being like, yo, here's the front office. You guys just be over there. And for those of y'all who don't, who don't realize it, because like, well, we interviewed Chris back in April when we went out to Chattanooga. This is how Chris always sounds. So, he got he got he got the permanent got Bill Cartwright voice. Album coming out any day now. <laughs>
been yelling at kids his whole life. Even though you're a self-part of the black community, represents everyone. And also, like, the proceeds from the night, I think we raised north of $1,000. i got to go back and recount. Um, but pretty much, like, he went to go raise money for the Black History Museum. I'm a man of a uh, certain black letter uh, Greek or organization. Um, he went to go raise money for our uh, Education Foundation. And he went to go raise money for El Campo, who's in Southside Richmond. Uh, they work with Latin kids um, in ESL and also like helping them with soccer skills and stuff like that. Are you ready? Are you ready? What's going on? <laughs> it's not going to go what you're talking. So, yeah, it's, it's, dope. it's dope what you're doing here, man. Like I, like, I know it's like, man, you're just doing what you do best, especially being a, a member of a certain certain organization. You know, yeah. you know. Why can't, why can't y'all say it? <laughs> I'm a, man, I'm a man of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Yeah, so I mean, you know, for that, that fraternity and me, you know, you know, service for all, you know, it's, it's dope what you're doing. Thank you. So here in Richmond, so like, you know, I applaud you for what you're doing. Like, I applaud y'all for what y'all are doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's dope to see, you know, supporter culture, especially in. USL. Nobody covers it. You know what I mean? Like somebody like it gets covered on like Sirius XM for like five minutes. But you guys still have a thriving culture and it's authentic. You know what I mean? That's dope. Like I tell him, I was like, man, Atlanta MLS team has been here for three years, but it it feels plastic. It doesn't feel real. But like it's authentic what y'all are doing. Yeah. I call y'all. So that's the thing, man. Like I told Richard, like got a little message there today though, for, at least from what I heard. But you know, we'll get into that another time. <laughs> But no, that's the thing I told Richmond, you know, like, when we got these new owners, you know, I actually got, like, the president's phone number. You know, you don't get that MLS. But it was like he called me and was like, yo, you know, you say you have some concerns. What's going on? What, what can we talk about? So I sat there and I was real with him, you know. I was like, y'all only, and it wasn't like a place of party. It was like, I want y'all to get better. Like, y'all only represent one-fourth of the city. Mm -hmm. I get that. Like, you know, you got to go pay your bills. We ain't lower league soccer, you know. Right. We ain't getting no multi-million. We ain't having an author play walking up. So I get that. But I was like, you know, y'all got to also go out there and outreach. The yeah. worst thing they can say to you is no. Yeah. But you got to go make the attempt. And that's why, you know, I took it upon myself to try to be that bridge between, you know, the Richmond Kickers and the black community, East End, South Side, and, you know, North Side. Because, like, well, we've talked about it uh, multiple times. Like, you know, growing up here, I always was, was aware of the Kickers, but as far as, like, actually going to a match and everything like I never went to a match at all and I looking back at it I looked at it from a standpoint of it, it felt like like they kind of just kept themselves up here in, in Carytown and and it made like the what and part of the West End but other than that like I'm over here on the, on the East End it's like you know like we know about you but it's like are you really trying to invite me to come out to a game things like that's that the thing. like, it's not like Richmond don't produce athletes dog like you think about it. We give out the most college athletes to UVA, Tech, North Carolina, North Carolina State. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is like the reason why soccer is so underdeveloped here is because, like, I coach middle school soccer. Mm -hmm. Like, I have to go paint my own fields. Our field is no more than dirt and rocks, and there's no money in it. Like, it's not even like the schools themselves can be like, oh, y'all can raise money for it. Like, right, now right, it's all right. like club style. Like, it's getting treated club soccer. But if I want my son to go play basketball, it's New Jersey's, the parents are dumping their money into it. 
you know, they got all this, that, and third. So it's there. The support is there. It's just got to be directed in the right, the right place. You know, that's pretty much what it is. No, I, I, I totally feel you. Like, like we see, we actually see it in Atlanta too. Like, like even for as much as that has grown in the past five years, there's still you know fields where like it's badly underdeveloped, and you know it's like, like you're telling a kid, okay, like you know you got to make it work while where we're at, and then hopefully one day there'll be you know there'll be investment to fix those fields and give you a better environment to work with. But yeah, it, it, yeah it's, it's tough. I, this is just me. I know y'all kind of avoided the pro round talk, but that's why I'm like, I, we all got hope for pro round. Like, I would love to see the kickers at MLS hosting a trophy, but I gotta be real, like that ain't happening, right? You know, and then it also comes to the standpoint of like, if we do get pro round, is there going to be even a sort of kind of trickle trickle down to like, you know, yeah, you know, to the black community, or it's going to be a trickle down to like the Latin community? Like, are they are we going to see the benefits, or, or is it just one of those things of, well, they doing it in Europe, so we want it. We don't really care how it works, because people forget forget to realize like if MLS got first of all pro rel not happening until every single club is independently ranked. Mm-hmm. That's not happening. They're making money. Exactly. You're not about to tell these multi million dollar offers like, hey, look, you gotta take care of the team. Yeah, you're gonna lose money, but we gonna put pro rel because a whole bunch of angry dudes on Twitter are pissed and they want it. That ain't happening. And then the other thing too. Yeah, everyone talking about promotion, but everyone forget about the Bolton and Bird stories that it can easily happen. Yeah, like it happened yeah. to my club. Like, I mean, I mean, it, I think with that, what it that comes down to, it's a couple things. One, are you taking care of your money? That 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 if you get dropped, okay, like you gotta realize, okay, we gotta reorganize this money. Yeah, and if you're if you're still trying to act as though you're still on the EPL and you can just buy whoever because you did get at least some money when you're in the EPL. But then you realize, okay, we're not getting as much money back, but you're still spending. If, if, at some point, you're burning the candle on both ends. It's like, okay, and if you're not managing all that well, you can easily find yourself in the championship, League One, the conference, and it ends up being a mess. So that's why I, I kind of hate the English mile because I'm like, it, it's really like, it's unadulterated capitalism, but at the same time, and. I think like you still need to have some type of safeguards. Like I, I tell people all the time, like if we ever do go there, it's going to be a very American oh, thing. Yeah. yeah. Like and the thing about it too is like I know everyone hates the salary cap at MLS, but if you look at everybody else, like it's low key smart. Yeah. Like, it's pretty much insurance. Like you don't mess up your club. Yeah. To the point where you run out of business. That's kind of where financial fair play is supposed to kick in in Europe, but the problem is it's not enforced well enough. And I mean, other than like, they, and they don't care. Like, but also, you're not telling Real Madrid they can't spend money. Right. Yeah. You can't but tell PSG. be like, what? There's also too many clubs because, like you were saying, financial fair play is pretty much you have to spend what you make. Yeah. There's too many clubs out there that make so much money throughout the year, hands over fist, a bunch of different ways that. It's pretty much they have no limits on the card. But the problem is the debt that take, they take on. That's what happened with AC Milan. Like, they decided to take on this debt, and that's the problem. Like, with these clubs where AC Milan or Palermo or uh, Rangers. They, they, they took that at the wrong time because, like, they took on that debt, and then the recession hit. Because mm-hmm. Italy's been, like, one of those that's been really slow to really. Rec- it's talking about like 10 years ago. They're still kind of like. Eh, like also, the teams haven't recovered. Yeah. Like, Inter just got back. Italian soccer, why are we talking about that? That's also fair. Just an example, man. <laughs> like, well, for example, yeah, Man United is another team that the Glazers have used. Like, they've transferred over that debt to the their personal debts to the club mm-hmm. so they can get out of 
I well not say get out, but more or less coerce their own debt. Yeah. And um, but the only thing that they've got going for them that Man United literally makes money hand over fist. Like just the probably, brand themselves. Yeah, they, make they the probably money. made twenty million dollars as we speak right now. So but, it's like but, here, but here's but here's one thing to kind of like go kind of kind of argue against. You know the idea of Perwell. Like we just we just read about uh, on Saturday today that that the Chicago Fire uh, got sold mm-hmm. to Pseudo, uh Chicago uh, resident. Uh, he's going to be bringing the fire over to Soldier Field. We mentioned that a, a few weeks back. You know, like they sold for like four hundred million dollars, and like if you. Look over some of the clubs over in Europe, and like even like those that are in the top flight, like they're barely valued over three hundred million, and they're gonna look at you like, okay, we're. Of course, anyone who's been following Chicago is like they haven't done much of shit in the past decade. That's the last few years. And they bought Swine Stagger, and that was like their crowning achievement. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. And it's like if I can barely do this and still be worth over four hundred million without Perwell, be like, you can look at everything else. Like really. Like, this is how we're going to do it. <laughs> like, yeah, they, they go look at everything all sideways. It's probably going to be one of those things where, one, it's going to be an open table that's still closed. You probably got four, take four you know, leagues. Then it's also going to be half salary cap. And then another two leagues. I'll use Richmond. Mm-hmm. We get promoted from League One to the championship. But we don't got the money to be in it. The team that get relegated. They'll be like, the how the fuck can y'all do it? Yeah, the team for the championship. Like, did y'all use PEDs? <laughs> probably so. I'll be like, how? Yeah. Um, but the team for the championship is probably going to be like, look, you, if you want to stand for the championship and the team from League One declines it first, then you pay them. Yeah. Then you get your spot, but there is a point reduction. Yeah. I think it's probably going to be something like that. It's possible. It's yeah. definitely possible. But I mean, it's kind of the same thing with Madison. It's like, Madison is big enough. Like, yeah, if they can, if there's promotion, they get all the way up to MLS. That'd be Man, cool. But if y'all have one game on a Wisconsin football. It's a wrap. I mean, if, <laughs> UW Madison won't allow that. They won't have a lot of game to be played at Camp Randall. Like, treasure that too much. But it's just like everyone keeps asking, like Fort Madison, oh, let's go to MLS, go to MLS. I don't think they realize how much money MLS costs. Like, they got it, it. The, the way it's, the way it's getting there, yeah, it's going to be real tough. And then uh, the other thing too, like y'all can talk about, y'all know about this more, but MLS, a lot of stuff is sensitive. Yeah, like, oh, the stuff yeah. that we're able to do in our supporters, we can get away with a lot. Yeah, you guys love smoke. I was like, we don't get to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this ain't Europe. We can't do that. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's right beside the field. Like if I wanted to, you know, I can sneak into the stadium. Oh, I mean, we, 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 we might we might or might not have some footage with that. <laughs> so, you know, we might we might have been kicked out of out, out of uh, during pregame. Like you know, we'll, we'll, we might have some footage. Like y'all, y'all see about that. Um, to to kind of wrap things up a bit, uh, did y'all hear about Messi trying to go to? Well, Beckham's trying to get Messi to go to come to Miami. Yeah, he's been trying to get everybody. He was talking about trying to get <laughs> Cristiano like two years ago. <laughs> like you trying to get Ricky Round to come. Now, the most important question is two. One, are they gonna have all white jerseys? Are they gonna be called cocaine jerseys? And are they gonna have strip clubs in the stadium? Because if not, I'm not supporting. Yo, tell me why they had, they had, they had a strip club uh, in the Miami Dolphins uh, tailgate. <laughs> Yo, did you hear about the porn? Um, the porn oh, website yeah, trying to sponsor us the Miami. For the culture after dark. <laughs> 
Yo, you, Miami, bro, yo, Miami's, yo, Miami's getting wild. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, yo, Miami get an all white kid and you call it cocaine white. Yeah. I'm being a supporter. <laughs> I'm being a we talked about that. We talked about that on Twitter one day. Co- all cocaine white. I'm telling you, dog. Coke no, Second kid is going to be a Miami Vice style. Like. No, they don't call that Coke Night. The whole <laughs> FDA coming down there, like, nah, we shutting everything down. <laughs> this ain't the 80s. We thought we beat Pablo and all that. Nah, you have to go home, everybody. <laughs> You all, all, all of a sudden it'd be, it'd be halftime. You see the FBI be like, breathe. Just bring that former Dolphins coach that was doing cocaine on the table. Just bring him back. Bring us back to the topic. Oh, yeah. With Messi. <laughs> bring us back. I got to rein y'all in. No, just, just imagine everybody with his all white kids. 